Hey, Shepherd family, as we uh, make our way toward the message today, uh, if you have your Bible there, maybe you would crack it open to Genesis chapter 12. We're all the way at the beginning. We're only 12 chapters in to God's work of not only creating history, but even more importantly, redeeming it. God is not only the creator, he is also, he is and the redeemer. And this is a story of his redemption from Genesis chapter 12. The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran, and headed for the land of Canaan. When they arrived in Canaan, Abram, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the oak in Morah. At that time, the area was inhabited by Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land, I will give this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord, who had appeared to him. After that, Abram traveled south and set up camp in the hill country. There he built an altar and dedicated it to the Lord, and he worshipped the Lord. Then Abraham continued traveling south by stages toward the Negev. I bring grace to you and peace from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. What's the destination for you in 2021? We know this, that the destination we thought we might have back in January of 2020 was not the destination that we actually experienced. All of a sudden, late February, early March, this pandemic hit. The world came screeching to a halt. It was a hard stop. And all the plans that we had, vacation, college, um, uh, just general life, restaurants we were going to continue eating at, all of that screeching halt. Here we are at the beginning of another new year, 2021. What are the plans that you have on your horizon? It's a question for all of us. Maybe we've made New Year's resolutions. Maybe we have uh, taken the risk of actually getting airline tickets or cruise tickets in order to start traveling again a little bit later on in the year. What are the plans you're making? Because if those plans are, are not focused on God's divine and for you, then we may end up being just as disappointed by December of 2021 as we were maybe in November, December of 2020. Today we start a new worship series. It is the promised and the destination we all long for. We recognize that God who started authoring our story the moment we were conceived in our mother's womb is a God who continues to desire to write that story today. 
that no matter what we have done, no matter what shame and guilt we carry from previous years in this 2021, we know that we live as God's redeemed people. Abram, Sarah, they lived as God's redeemed people. And they listened to the voice, the voice of God speaking to them, leading them to their promised land. It was a physical, geographical place. We may not get a new geography, we may not move to a new zip code, but here is the truth, that no matter what, there is a promised and for your life and mine. Not because, by the way, uh, I'm just some pie-in-the-sky preacher. Not because I believe in a prosperity gospel as it is defined in this world. It is because, it's because there is a God who is writing history. And this God is good. And every good and perfect gift, it is said in the New Testament book of James, comes from above, from the Father of heavenly lights, in whom there is no shifting, no turning, no shadow of change. And therefore... Whether we are in bondage and slavery like Moses was in Egypt, whether we are simply roaming nomads like Abram and his family were, no matter what the condition or situation of our life is in the 20th, 21st century, we know that there is a God who's still writing another new chapter. And that new chapter is intended by God to be better than the last one. This is a story about the promised and. Um, Abram, I'm not sure what was going on in his life. It didn't seem like it was that bad. Um, it didn't seem like he was um, uh, poor or destitute or um, bereft of friends. It, it, it sounds like he was doing okay. I'm not sure if he liked the digs in which he was living, the zip code that he called home and had his mail sent to, but it seems like Abram was doing really well. But clearly there was something missing. And the something missing was the clear connection with God. There was a drift. Sin, you understand, is can be described as a drift. It may be very, very quick and catastrophic. It may be very slow and almost imperceptible. But sin is a drift. And somehow, Abram was drifting from God. And God determined that in the next chapter of Abram and Sarah's story, that he had to tie Abram somewhere so that that drift could be mitigated. That slow slide away from God into spiritual despondency could be resolved. And so God said, I've got an idea. Abram, I'm going I'm to bring you to a land. A land we find out later is flowing with milk and honey. A land where Abram can not only raise his kids, but they can raise their kids and so on and so forth until the land is filled. And, and God's people not only are living well, but they are living well because they are in the presence of God. They are in the company of angels. Shepherd, we've come through a very, very tough year. No doubt about it. And frankly, 2021 is kind of like 2020 2.0, bluntly. It hasn't started out really favorably. We've got tumult in our United States capital. We've still got uncertainty with the economy. 
many of you who may be listening are dealing with either unemployment or lack of employment or deficient employment or maybe you're just worried about how your finances in retirement are still going to make sense nine months, 12 months from today. We've got a lot still stacked up against us in terms of this pandemic. And if you're only in group 1B, you're hoping that they get to group 2, 3, and 4 for the vaccine soon. It's easy. It's easy to forget, to slowly drift away from the truth that there is always a promise that God is leading us toward. Jesus Christ, when he came into this world, was God's way of saying, look, if I can't bring you to a promised land, then I'm going to bring a promised land to you. And I'm going to replace that promised land, that zip code, that geography, with flesh and blood person named Jesus, my son. That's the amazing piece of the promised and we're talking about today is that it's not something concrete that you have to go to. It's not a destination that you have to buy a plane ticket to, to travel to. No, no, no. It is already a Savior who has traveled here, who has purchased and won you by his destination on the cross to be his own. And so today, I just want you to rest in this truth that there is a promised land for you and that promised land is none other than Jesus. And you don't have to go anywhere in order to discover him. What Abraham longed for, what King David in the Old Testament longed for, what the prophets of the Old Testament longed for, Jesus delivered for them and for you as well. We start with this truth. There is a promised land for you, and by faith, receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior, trusting that God miraculously, mysteriously offered His Son physically into this world for you. That's the heart and soul of the Christian faith. And that is where we have to begin this four-week journey in this worship series. To simply say there is a promise. God has made it. And it's found no longer in a land, but in a person named Jesus. Amen. And now, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts, your minds in Christ Jesus, both now and forever. Amen. Join me in prayer as we conclude today's worship service. Dear God, Heal us, heal our country, heal this world through the ministry of the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
You know, as we wrap up today's worship service, we always end here at Shepherd with something called the benediction. Benediction is just a blessing. And it's a positive way to send people who have just engaged in the worship of God, like Abram before us and you and I today digitally, to send people off with hope and a commission to achieve the purposes for which you are sent by God into this world. A benediction is always great as we travel and long for that destination that God has established for us, that promised land of opportunity and the fulfillment of his purposes. So, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious unto you. May he look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. And all of God's people said, Amen. Thanks for joining us today in worship.